Yeah, they're dead. They're all messed up. Let's go get him. That's another one for the fire. All right, and we're back with the first new episode of 2022 of Horror Vision here for you. I'm your host, John. And I'm co-host, Book. And we have The Wolf of Snow Hollow for you here. Uh, came out in 2020 during the pandemic, slipped through some cracks, and... I don't know, some of us might think we might have found a gem. Other of us, I, I don't know. Because I don't give a shit what you have to say, Boog. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah, pretty much. Nah, hey, if, hey, if I didn't care, I wouldn't have you on. I just need some uh, some kind of some kind of opinion. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's that's what I'm here for, I guess. Yeah, that is what you're here for. So what's up? What's been going on, bud? What have you been up to? Oh, you know, just the holidays and visiting families, and I ate way too much. And uh, yeah, I feel you. Yeah, I, I feel you on that one. I uh, I did eat quite a bit. Um, oh, that's before we hop into that. That that's what I wanted to say. Um, we did have uh, a Christmas special planned. Uh, it's actually recorded, um, but we ended up not releasing it. We thought we'd do something cool. Um, Boog did have an eight-hour car ride uh, to return home for, for Christmas, and we thought, hey, what if we recorded it while he was on the road? Um, turns out, not the best idea. Um, it was a nightmare to edit, and no type of post-editing could have could have saved that episode so uh that one's going into the archives um <laughs> if someone really wants it just uh reach out to us it'll cost probably about 352 dollars we'll send it to you uh by postage um so also send us a book of stamps because uh we we don't got any any stamps uh, what, a, what a totally made up amount of money uh uh-uh. that's not arbitrary. Three fifty two. That's the going rate for uh abomination p- podcasts. <laughs> uh but yeah, so so we did uh we do apologize about that. Um but then then we were gonna release one for the uh a New Year special as well, and you said, you know what, let's just uh We'll just take the time for the holiday season, relax, uh, recharge, and then, hey, look, surprise, we're right back in it. Yes. Yeah, uh, we figured let's just get the rest of 2021 out of the way. Yeah. We'll worry about what comes next later. Yeah, 2021 was a long year, man. Um, we just got to kick that out the door, and I'm not even going to say 2022 is going to be our year, but it could be. I got high hopes for it, but most likely... In 12 months, I'm going to be disappointed. 
let's just be let's just be honest here. That's why that's why I'm not having high hopes. I'm just putting it out there. It's possible, but if it doesn't happen, we're just right back to where we started. So we'll just try again. That's that's the that's the point, man. It's you get up and you just keep trying again and again and again, and then you die. Such is life. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but so so what have you been up to? I know you you came home. We hung out a couple times. Uh, you're with family. Um, any notable stories you want to share with the uh, audience? Um, not really. It was pretty, pretty typical. <laughs> Jesus. To be, to be honest, I mean, it was a pretty typical, like, Christmas vacation, pretty much. Uh, I mean, my family's kind of crazy, so we had our crazy talks on Christmas Day, but that's nothing out of the ordinary. It's... I I uh I didn't get to go home for Thanksgiving, so I got to experience the crazy talk over Christmas uh, dinner. So that was interesting. What else? I don't know what else. Oh, I, I guess I guess this is this is pretty cool to say. Yeah, what'd, what'd you get um, for Christmas? Oh, oh, I wasn't I wasn't even good. Oh, okay. All right, we'll we'll come back. We'll circle back. It seems like you might have something interesting to say. So, 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 yeah. So fucking say it. Uh, so I can now drive legally. Yeah, Boog had um, 37 DUIs on the book, so it took him a long time to get his license back. Most likely it's going to get taken away, though, because I'm going for the record. 38. <laughs> no, that's the, that's the thing that's crazy. I guess they people would just keep driving without their license, but the fact that like people were able to get... like I understand like multiple. like You had a problem, you, you keep doing it, but... like people with like 10 DUIs like at what point it's like you know what like we probably should just keep this person in jail <laughs> most likely I don't know I, yeah, I, I don't that that's something that always like sorry to cut you off there but that's something that was always crazy to me like yeah this this guy got pulled over this is his 37th DUI like how let's you, that has to be like every time you get in the car you're getting a DUI <laughs> if if you never kill someone while driving under the influence, can you still go to jail? Are you are you talking DUI wise? Yeah. Um. You know, like I th- like I think so. I was, just, I was just a little swirly when I was driving. The cop pulled me over. It turns out it was my thirty seventh DUI, and he was pretty impressed. I never killed anybody. Yeah, but I like, mean that is a good point. But like, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I, drive, I, I think I usually what safe. happens is those people stop going to their court dates, and then then they go to jail for like skipping out on court date. I don't know. I don't know the things. the 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 most I know about it is, um, my my college one of my college roommates. They this was after we were out, but they got two DUIs within the span of a week and a half. It's not a good time for them. So bad. <laughs> yeah. I got three DUIs in a week and a half. Is that like, uh, they give you like a trophy or like, the, it's like hockey, they throw hats on the ice? Uh, I got a participation trophy for trying to drive straight. That's crazy. Not like, the best driving, that's, but like. That's crazy because like the, like, the amount, like I obviously didn't, you're joking, but like the, how much it costs for a DUI is like insane. It's like $10,000, like nuts. But then, like losing your license, like it's all like it'll fuck everything up for you. But the 
the even crazier part is just with the options that you have in present times, um, like with Uber, Lyft, stuff like that. Like it's the the ability not to get a DUI is at like an all time high. <laughs> yes. That being said, like, uh, like Uber, Lyft, their surcharges are real, real bullshit. But also, like, it's still better than ten grand. But whatever. Never, never used Uber or Lyft. Gee, yeah, because you're not like a functioning member of society. Book, we'll get you there. This is what That's this whole podcast is for: is just to get you to be a real human being and a real hero. No, I mean it's just if I go out for anything, I usually don't over drink like i know my i know my limits i'm a big guy yeah but there's like just different things like to like reasons to uber like not having to find i don't know because you you've never really had to get in and around like a big city or anything like that so i don't i don't know but like if you were like if you were in like new york or down in dc something like that like where it's like parking is a bitch like it, it makes it easier for you I imagine, but I never had the opportunity. We'll never get... had the pleasure, as as people say. Yeah, I wouldn't go that far. But uh, I've had some strange Uber rides. But that's that's for another time. Um, I, so so I back had... back to what you were saying before. You were saying something. No, that's it. I I can drive legally now. Oh yeah, uh, that's what I was saying. Oh yeah. For for the record, not that book some crazy fucking. Uh, drunk dude that's just running people down to the street. It was because you moved out of state and then your license was expiring. Yeah. And then you had to and, get, uh, get your license renewed. That, that's yep. That's it. <laughs> that's, that's literally the uh, anticlimactic. I was rooting for you not to get it and then for it to expire and then you have to take your driver's test again because I think that would have been like content gold. We could have put, put a GoPro on you and just, I can't tell just you saw the instructor. I was. Would you see? You said it was, was like days. It was like days. Like you had like days until. Yeah, yeah. So you have uh, in the state of Pennsylvania, you have six months after your license expires to get uh, to renew your license. Um, after that, you have to try to submit a form that says like why you couldn't get your license renewed within six months. And if they deny yeah. that, you have to do your driver's test again. I heard when you turn that form in, they just rip it up right in front of you and then punch you in the mouth. Pretty much. That's our government for you. Okay. It doesn't get the job done. <laughs> um, what else? What else? We went, uh, we went and saw the new Spider-Man during, the, uh, during your break when you were up here. Yeah, um, we, I saw a lot of movies. We saw Spider-Man. We oh, yeah, saw so we the saw The Matrix, Matrix together. Yeah. Um, I watched a couple of Christmas movies. Um, yeah, that's that's so that's Spider Man one. Um, so I'd seen it the Thursday when it first came out, um, by myself, which, I mean, wasn't bad. It was a packed theater. I hate going in a packed theater, but uh, I had literally the the only reason I was able to get a seat was because I was like a, just one person going to see it, and it was one open seat. Um, but then this last time, your brother got the tickets. And he only got the two tickets next to each other, so I had to sit in the row in front of you. So here I am sitting in the front row. I got um, a family of like five or six on the left of me with like probably like five, six-year-old kids, maybe a little bit older. Um, And then on my right side, like a 20-something couple that's just, they came into the movie theater hammered. So during the movie, I'm sitting there, and I don't know if, 
if you noticed in the theater, but like, I'm not worried about it. Like I'm vaccinated, stuff like that, but you, you definitely don't want to get COVID again, but there was just the amount of people just coughing and it wasn't just like, it wasn't just like regular coughs, book. it was like the hearty, like there's some phlegm in there, you know? Oh yeah. The bear cough is oh, what yeah, I like to call all it. All over. So I'm sitting Big. there and we got there a little bit late. So we're in a rush. I, I got my popcorn. I got my, uh, I mixed it up. I went with a, a root beer this time and I got the large and I didn't have time to grab a lid and I was like, I'll be fine. Um, they got those nice cup holders there, so it's not going to spill. So on my left hand side's the cup holder. This little kid to the left of me, he never sat. You saw him because you, you sat behind me. The kid didn't sit yeah. still for the whole two and a half hour movie, was climbing all over the seat. I'm like it's the, it's not like a. Like they took like a three three year old kid to me. Like this kid's like six. Like I don't there I don't think there was anything wrong with him other than he was just stupid. Like the whole mm -hmm. family came off as very stupid. Like I'm not condescending, like but like they they were dumb. They were dumb people. This kid's crawling, climbing, keeps reaching over, like grabbing my arm, like trying to prop himself up in the seat. And the kid leans up and he sneezes right into my un like my open cup. Like, no lid on it, because that's on me. I didn't get the lid. I, I didn't have the time. Kid sneezed in my cup during a pandemic. So I got that going on on my left. On my right, the the hammered people, they're all, like, all over each other. I'm pretty sure the, the chick multiple times tried to reach into the dude's pants, give him a fucking a little old-fashioned right in the middle of uh, Spider-Man, so... That was my my viewing experience on the second uh, <laughs> viewing of Spider Man. Uh, that being said, solid movie. It does have some some plot issues, but it's it's genuinely a good time. So I would recommend seeing that. Um, spoiler <laughs> alert: There's three Spider Mans in it. Um, like you you do the the work from there and figure out who the other two Spider Man are. <laughs> Atta boy. That that's that's what makes it worth seeing though is is the scenes that they're in it together, awesome. Do you think do you think that guy sitting to your right went home and was like, yeah, I'm proud of the work I did of that that Spider Man movie. Like, I got, he, I got a little so the I way got that, a little handy J during the Spider Man movie. I'm proud of where I am in my little, life. Little H J. Yeah, probably. I mean, the dude was like taught because the way like the chick kept having questions about the movie and. He was like was giving like real like um, like condescending answers to her and stuff like that, like acting like he knew it. And I just want to turn to him because the shit that he was telling her was like that's not like the characters, that's not the storyline at all of this fucking movie. But then I was like, you know what? Like fuck him. I'm rooting for a meteor. We we talked about this too, but we also watched Don't Look Up. Awesome movie. It's actually it's a comedy, but it's more like pretty much what would happen in our modern times if a, like a comet was coming yeah and it's kind of depressing to think about because like that's pretty much how it would go down in real life and um the more i thought about it and the more i've been interacting with people um during the pandemic post pandemic i'm thinking like you know what i'm rooting, I'm rooting for the meteorite you know <laughs> i think it's time i think we ran our course that's all folks but hey that's it um, yeah, but other than that, it was a good break. Ate yeah, a lot did. of food. Got some cool. I got a nice, uh, nice new uh, Sherpy comforter. Super warm. Oh, I, yeah. I, I get a super warm comforter, and, and then all of a sudden, the weather outside is like 50s, 60s in Western Pennsylvania. So 
I guess maybe global warming might be a thing. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. And once you come down here, I don't know if you know this, it's been 75 degrees, like four out of the past, like seven days. Well, we're here. going to crank the air conditioner down to about 30 because I'm using that blanket. That blanket's fucking awesome. <laughs> it's January and we have the fucking AC on. Hey, got to do what you got to do. Yeah, you could just not put the Sherpa on. Listen, I can't. I can't help it. <laughs> <laughs> all right well we'll hop into the story uh of this movie here all right the wolf of snow hollow is a 2020 horror comedy slash mystery uh written directed and starring jim cummings the plot summary is that terror grips a small mountain town as bodies are discovered after each full moon Losing sleep, raising a teenage daughter, and caring for his ailing father, Off Officer Marshall, played by Jim Cummings, struggles to remind himself that there's no such thing as werewolves. Basically, you have a small town setting. Uh, I believe it's in Utah. Um, you have these different uh, murder scenes that, that you kind of witness. You kind of get a glimpse of, of a werewolf occasionally in the background there. Um, and then you have the follow-ups by the local um, sheriff's department trying to investigate um, the cause of this. Um, basically, uh, Officer Marshall, he, he wants to live up to the reputation of his father, uh, who is the, the current sheriff. Um, and his father is having some health issues uh, with his heart. And basically all the stress is getting to him. His, his wife had left him. Um, he doesn't have the best relationship with his daughter. He has a severe alcohol problem. So all of that plays in uh, to this building, like paranoia. Like, is he crazy? Is there a werewolf? Um is does everybody hate him uh he does have a pretty rough relationship with most of the other officers uh mainly due to himself being an asshole um and throughout the story you kind of see him uh grow as a character uh and yeah i mean not not to spoil it too much right now we'll get into that in in our uh uh, pros and cons, but uh, it's not doesn't turn out exactly how you think it would. There, there definitely is a, a twist in the mystery in this story. Yes, I did not. <laughs> yes, without getting into it too much, there's a twist. They tell Marty to get the fuck away from the microphone. Ori, are you, are you fucking serious? Oh, there you are, buddy. What are you doing? You would never even hear him if you just took the bells off of him. Yeah, but I need to know where he is because I will. I probably will kick my cat if I don't hear him. Probably kick him. No, I don't want to kick him. That's the point of the bell, so I know where he is, so I don't kick him. Yeah, but like for the short amount of time while you're on the podcast, you could just take the bells off of him. All right, let's jump on into the pros and cons. Uh, do you want to go first here, Book? Yeah, sure. I mean, I, 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 uh, yeah, I can go first. Either do or just don't. You don't gotta announce it. Fucking, uh, fucking little idiot. Okay. 
Uh, first pro that really stuck out to me is the comedy of this movie was outrageously hilarious. I don't know. I don't, every single time that Jim Cummings had a scene in the second half of this film, it usually ended up with him firing one of his employees. Yeah, he definitely stole the show. Um, like, obviously, he wrote this for himself. Uh, he was the writer, director. But um, if you're going to do that, you actually have to have the acting ability to pull it off. And, and he crushed it. Like, he, the way he acted was, like, over the top. But it kind of made sense. But it made it that much more more funny. Like, the, the one scene um, after uh, one of his his deputies they they were on a crime scene and he accidentally leaked like some of the information by like saying out loud while a news crew was was on the scene um and then it proceeded with officer marshall beating the shit out of him in the woods <laughs> and then the next day um officer marshall's coming in and there's like a fruit or fruit basket on on the desk and the do do um the the other uh officer what was her name um, she's a main character as well. Detective Julia Robson, played mm-hmm. by uh, Ricky Lindholm. Uh, she was also very good in this. I would definitely give her a pro. She she was very strong in the role. Um, but she was like, yeah, he he wanted to uh, apologize for when what went on yesterday, and he, he feels really bad, and he was just kind of standing there looking sad. Um, and Officer Marshall's like, yeah, well. That's great. I, I appreciate it. But I was late into this meeting because I just got done um, filing the paperwork to fire you. And there was like an awkward pause. And he's like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, that's that's I mean, that, that's just so unexpected. Yeah, well, like that going into this, because I had heard good things about it. Um, and, you know, I'm a big werewolf guy and I, I feel like few and far between are are there good werewolf movies out there? So, so I was definitely down to check it out. Um, and I, even from watching the trailer, this movie wasn't what I expected. Um, there is a lot of, a lot of comedy. There was a little bit in the trailer, but not to the extent that I expected it to be. Um, as well as there's like a, a lot of, uh, like heartfelt, um, in, uh, complicated, issues that are, are dealt with in the story as well and i thought they did a very good job on that um but yeah the the com like jim, jim cummings as officer marshall was, was hilarious um like the the scene where his dad um near the end when they're going to do a town-wide stakeout on the next full moon and everyone's all set up and heading out and then his dad he goes back and his dad's having a heart attack and he's freaking out and he's like he's like don't he's like i can't do this not tonight <laughs> Just for the way he's freaking out and just going nuts, and it was—it it seems like overacting, but it, it fits perfectly with with the script and with the story. So, so yeah, I would one hundred percent agree with you. The comedy is one of the strongest parts of the story. I did have a a con with some of the editing in the movie. I don't know know if you picked up on it or or if if it was like as distracting for you. But the scenes were out of place. Well, not so much because you can tell a story like that, but the way that they like cut it up choppy and cutting back to scenes and 
um, it was closer to the early earlier on in the movie, and I was like, I don't know, maybe they're they're gonna like tie that all together later on in the movie, but it was there was a choppiness to it early on. And I, I guess they were trying to be more stylistic or something like that, but yeah, the the editing early on didn't work for me. Like some of the scenes of the crime scene and they're cutting back and forth and the way they're cut um was a little bit awkward. So that that was a con for me, but it not nothing like too terrible for the movie overall. Um I thought the movie looked good. So that that was definitely a pro. Um the setting, the Utah town um, all the snow, small community, um, the way they set it up that, um, like the FBI and different departments couldn't get involved. Like you, you kind of have to make that make sense because when you have that amount of murders and things like that, like it's, it's kind of the FBI would take over or different, um, higher up, uh, like authority agencies and, and shit like that. So like, you kind of have to explain that to make sense in your story. Um, as well as it was, um, officer Marshall wanted that this, this was going to be his thing. Like he's going to solve this crime and it's going to get his life back together and it's going to get him the things that he want. And he almost gets fixated on that. Um, I, I mean, I, I, I didn't, I didn't, hate the edits but i didn't i don't think they landed the way that they wanted to to me they were just out of place that's all it came down to the, the yeah it, i mean as far as it, it didn't stylistically fit with the story like they didn't need to to do those like stylistic um edits and jumping back and forth in one scene like for the story that they were telling and what they were showing um, and the strength of their actors, I didn't, um, I didn't think they needed to do that. No, you just gotta, just gotta remember Kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. I also liked, uh, Robert Forrester as, uh, Officer Marshall's dad, Sheriff Hadley. Um, mm. it was good seeing him. Um, I guess he, they dedicated the movie to him. He had recently passed away. Um, but pretty much everything I'd, I'd ever seen him in, he was a, a longtime character actor. He's always been good. And he, he looks like a cop, you know, like a sheriff. Um, when I think of, about his performances though, I think about, I, the, when they did the third season on Showtime of Twin Peaks, the, I guess it was called like Twin Peaks, the return. Um, he was played the brother of the original sheriff and he was in there and he was pretty strong in that. Um, so I, I did like the casting of this movie, I guess. Uh, your boy, uh, Jimmy Tatro was in it at the beginning. He had some funny scenes too. I really, I don't think I've ever seen anything in him that I didn't think that was funny. I, I think he's like a naturally hilarious guy. Yeah. There's certain people that like, whatever they say is going to be funny just cause like they just give off that goofy energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I would agree with that. Um, what else you got with this? I don't. I so I have a con, but I don't want to get into it because it's spoilers. It's the very like the the ending. Yeah, I mean, you we're at the point. Like, I don't know if you've ever been on this podcast before, but in the pros and cons, you're a lot of spoiled things. Book. Okay. Well, this is my first time. Okay, first time call, long time listener, first time caller. Absolutely. Uh, so my con for the movie 
the very ending to me I thought was disappointing. Um, See, I'm in the, I'm in the opposite boat of this. I'll I'll let you get back to explain it, but but I I I liked what they did with the ending. So I I didn't have a problem with who ended up becoming the or being the killer. I had a problem with he wasn't really a werewolf. He was just a freakishly tall guy in a in a werewolf suit killing people. Uh, see, I didn't like that. Yeah. I'd rather for me personally, I'd rather have it be like, yeah, so he's he's a he's a hunchback guy normally during the day, but at nighttime, full moons, whatever. Then he transforms, like his body uh stretches out and he transforms into an actual werewolf. Like I wanted an actual werewolf. I didn't want a guy dressed up in a hairy costume, you know? Yeah, that's fair. Because obviously, like, going in, you think it's a werewolf movie. And even, like, his his costume, like, that's another pro for me. That costume was sweet. Yeah, um, I mean, it, it like made sense how he had well, costume. Well, he was a, a, the a taxidermist. So it was, like, actual made out of real wolf fur. And um, the dude uh, had intimidating stature. He was, like, what, like? Six. That's why. That's what you really don't like about it is the fact that that dude was taller than you, Bug. <laughs> Probably. I'm actually. I don't know how tall but, a guy is in real life. I don't so know, maybe they put him on a box. So I like the scene because at, at the end, when when they thought they the killer OD'd and everything, and he goes to deliver all the stuff that they had in the evidence back to the people, whether they want it or not, and he goes to the one guy that they got some some of the uh, evidence from and simultaneously he realizes as the other um uh sheriff julia sh- she um she realizes while she's driving um was she driving yeah she went to drop something off or no that jimmy chatra's character from the very beginning of the movie called about her leaving um because earlier on they left some evidence after his girlfriend was was killed, like uh, some of her items and stuff, and he found like a needle in the stuff. It's like, yeah, like that wasn't part of my stuff. And then it it made like it clicked for her while he was uh, Officer Marshall was at the taxidermist's house returning some of the um, uh, I guess it's like evidence, but they didn't use it as evidence returning it back to him and then so they both were but the way that officer marshall he goes to leave the house and he's like wait a second like he goes back knocks on the door and he's like can you um stand up at your full height because this guy was always slouched over and when he does he's just like absolute massive then it dawns on him and um you get like a final chase scene and like there's like a like brutal attacks and stuff it was it was pretty wild um but i i liked how, how that was done how he was like can you stand up at your full height and the way that dude just rises up is like huge it's like oh shit and that's that's the way it is is because like at first it seemed kind of dumb like oh like they didn't think to like check this guy but then like if you saw how that guy always carried himself and made him look small himself smaller was always sitting down at any chance he could and then couple that with the way that the story played out in the the character arc arc of officer Marshall where he is so preoccupied with all these different issues going on in his life and trying to force like his own preconceived ideas into this case. That's how he could have overlooked this. Cause it seems like pretty obvious. Like maybe it's the, 
like seven foot tall dude in town. That's because when there's a giant werewolf running around, but I, I can see how the, they set it up in a good way in the story that 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 could have been overlooked. So I, I I did like how it was done, but I definitely your your criticism on it makes sense to me as well because I I would have loved for it to be a werewolf. Um, I thought I was watching a werewolf movie. Um, and like pretty much for all intents and purposes, like it is a werewolf movie, but it's really not a werewolf at the end. Um, but yeah, I, I feel you on that one. Listen, I just got so much more mad at this movie. <clears throat> um, so Will Madden is one who plays the, the werewolf, the taxidermist guy, the, the main villain of this movie. Yeah, Paul okay. Canary. I got pulled up here. Paul Canary. Yeah. You know how tall he is in real life? How tall is he? Six foot tall. I'm taller than him. Yes. Am I a werewolf book? I don't. I'm taller than him. Am I a werewolf? Yeah. I mean, I do howl at the moon a lot, but that's just a personal problem. Yeah, that's like a, but, but a, that, a defect. That, so disappointing to me. He's well, only they they made him seem like he was like eight foot nine. Yeah, like when he rose up, it was tall. like huge. So I, they definitely had him stand on a box or, or something of that nature. I'm trying to look up Jim Cummings' height, but I can't find Jim Cummings' height. Don't Google Cummings. <laughs> I'm not. I'm googling Jim Cummings, and some other Jim Cummings comes up. That's only five. Well, yeah. Well, we're talking about actresses. I thought his um, his daughter, the the actress that played his daughter in this uh, movie, Chloe, uh, Chloe East, I think her name is. Um, I I thought she did a pretty good job as well. Um, she the pretty much. Uh, I mean, you really you really can't ask for much more from like a younger actor actress like uh she really sold being in a tough situation where like all she wanted was like the approval of her father and then like he was preoccupied with getting the approval of like his own father and it was just a whole whole big mess but like it, it, it they through her acting jim cummings acting and uh robert foster like it was it was it felt authentic it, it's it's definitely the the core of the movie um and so i i thought that that she put in a strong performance as well uh, mm -hmm. i mean i really didn't have any any issue with any of the acting in this movie i think i thought it was well cast um they didn't go out and get like super big names or anything like it, it literally they they really sold you on the the atmosphere of like a small town um and and I mean, that just added to the movie for me as well. Mm -hmm. No, I agree with you. The acting I thought was pretty, pretty uh, good. You know, for it being a like a smaller film, really no big name actors except uh, except Robert For uh, Forster. Yeah, and he's more Everyone like was... a like a character actor that's been in some things. Um, Jimmy yeah. Tatro, he's always been like a side like side actor mm -hmm. in, in comedies and stuff. Like, um, but you know, you know who else I, I thought was hilarious was um the coroner played by daniel oh, fenn anderson yeah. like the way <laughs> the interactions that he had with officer marshall were great uh <laughs> it, everything was excellent with him every time he talked it was he was like yeah this guy's a, this guy's is definitely a werewolf 
the killer is definitely a werewolf or something. It's something. And just to just to put it perfectly, at the very end, he's like, yeah, this is definitely a werewolf. And uh, John Marshall just goes, all right, pack your stuff, get out of here. I'm done with you. <laughs> and he fired him right on the spot, too. Yep. I, oh, just, I, I, I enjoyed this movie. It, it was... Um... It's not anything like too crazy, but um, it it definitely uh, lived up to the hype. Uh, and I guess unless you have anything else for pros and cons, I'm I'm gonna say uh, we hop on into ratings and recommendations. Uh, let's hop into it. Okay, bud. <laughs> <laughs> um, as far as my rating recommendation uh rating i'm gonna go with a i'm gonna go with a a 7.9 um i really liked it uh the comedy worked and the the mystery was interesting and the characters um and the actors that portrayed them uh delivered uh there was Besides the comedy, obviously, there was the strong emotional backstory that I, I thought came through very well. Um, everything, for the most part, that the script was designed to, to do was executed on screen. And I guess a lot of that has to do with the writer and the director and the main actor being all the same person. Uh, either, I feel like in those situations, either it's going to... Um, work very well or fail spectacularly spectacularly and um i think i think um at the end of the day that they executed it um great to to the best of their ability so uh i strong score 7.9 for a smaller indie film um as far as who i'd recommend it to uh, obviously, if you're a fan of werewolf movies, you don't have that many options out there for, for a good one. And I know technically at the end, you find out it's not a werewolf. But um, if, we, if you took out that scene, like, like you said, honestly, you could have done, because they did have that cool scene when the guy was in the suit, right when he was running away into the forest and the, the backlit by like the moon. And like he looked awesome and scary and he's howling like you could have had them transform into a werewolf there. Like maybe you change up the ending and he discovers who it is and realizes. And instead of him attacking them, the putting on the suit and running out, he actually like the way he figures it out is he's at his house delivering that. And you could have the other officer still realize like through her clues, like who it was at the same time as um, officer Marshall was at the, the, the guy's house and have him just start transforming because it is a full moon that mm -hmm. that would have been an interesting way to do it um that being said I, I still don't have an issue with the way it ended it was uh there were still some cool scenes um with the twist ending there so uh if if you are a werewolf fan it's still still for all intents and purposes a werewolf movie so i think you will enjoy it um as well as the horror comedy fans um you, the the comedy works and there's the horror elements to it so pretty much it's worth a watch um as far as people that won't like it i'm not really sure and i don't care to waste time on uh, on them so uh fuck them you know book fuck yeah. them. that's an interesting direction you went there <laughs> hey, i don't it's... think we've ever talked about which category of 
people wouldn't like this. I think sometimes we do. Like we, we mention who it wouldn't be for, but uh, if I really think about it, like um, if you're interested in horror, uh, you're, you're not going to be wasting your time with this movie. It's, it's a well put together film and uh, it's not, not super long. Um, so I, yeah, it's, I, I would definitely recommend it to most horror fans. Well, I'm going to give it a little bit less than you, just because, like I said, the ending was disappointing to me. <clears throat> I think they set it up great to actually have a werewolf in it. I don't know if they decided not to do that for budgeting purposes, but then again, they already had the like the badass Yeah, they costume. had that whole, whole badass costume. That costume was sweet. So, that being said, after the ending, I'm only going to give it like a six. I'm going to give it a... 6.2. Damn, that is um, that's lower than I expected. That ending really yeah. upset you. Yeah, I mean it it did cuz like I like I like monster movies. Who who doesn't like monster movies? I mean, we live in a time where uh there's this guy, his name is Shrek and he's beloved and he's a straight up monster ogre. Like monster movies are the shit. So our, I'm gonna, I'm going to flip that on you book because that was the whole point of Shrek was just because he looked like a monster on the outside didn't mean he was a monster on the inside. And just because that dude wasn't a werewolf on the outside doesn't mean he wasn't a monster on the inside, you know? So you, you missed the point of two films. So I'm, I'm well, just going to let you know that. <laughs> well, I, I got to rewatch the movies now. Hey, no. But anyway, you're the, an all-star. <laughs> Anyways, the ending was just disappointed in me. You know, it, it, uh, Everything else to that, besides like the pacing or like the the cutscenes, I thought were pretty on point. Acting was good. Everything like that was good, but the ending just kind of it brought it down a couple notches. And then, <clears throat> and then after so after like so like I, saying like, what would you have given it a score if like what I I had said, um, just just earlier there like he that guy he goes to the house at the end and that guy transforms into a werewolf when he's right there, like. What would, we, what would your score? What would have been your score? Probably high sevens. I'd say seven six, seven seven, okay. something like that. Okay, all right, that's fair. You know, yeah. I mean, it, in no way at all is this a perfect movie. It's an indie movie. Yeah, I it mean, had some great quality. Yeah, and there, there's there's some some issues in it, but overall, I thought most of it was good. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm not knocking to each their own. Like, there's certain things that work for some people and then don't work for other people. And the, the ending worked for me, so it didn't take off. I honestly, if the ending, like I said, and landing that you wanted happened, I, I would give it more points. Um, but it, it still worked for me, but the ending didn't work for you. And I mean, that's fine. That's hey, people are different. That's one mm -hmm. thing to, to take away from what I've learned in life is that people are different and also they're stupid. So take that as you will. <laughs> I mean, I'll take it as people are stupid. Oh, you'll take it. <laughs> Don't. Uh, um, so who who would you recommend it to? Recommending this. So it's kind of hard because, I mean, it is a monster movie. Um, it is a, a werewolf movie. So, I mean, if you're a fan of those type of films, uh, this is a good indie film that I think most fans would enjoy. Um 
honestly, this to me, this would be a good movie. So uh, if you remember the past couple of years, we've always gone to those. Uh, we've talked about it before. The overnight uh movie marathons at the drive-in yeah they show the they show the old b monster movie stuff awesome time if you guys ever find yourself out at the riverside drive-in when they do their monsterama you will not be disappointed greatest and i am not exaggerating no hyperbole greatest funnel cake you will ever have in your whole entire life yes i I don't know if we talked about on the podcast before but it is a funnel cake book yes with cheesecake filling on top we've we've definitely talked about e- this. either apples in real life and in the podcast strawberries blueberries and they get the whipped cream on it and it's the size of a whole entire plate it's massive and it's like three bucks it's insane it's insanity at the monster rama all i'm gonna say is i'm a plain boy i just get nothing but plain funnel cakes with powdered sugar on it that's that says more about you than it does the funnel cake really I mean, I wasn't trying to make a statement there, but okay. You made a statement, all right, bud. Okay, good. But yeah, I feel like this movie would be something you'd see there as just like a filler movie, you know, something to, you know. Yeah, it wouldn't. It wouldn't be like the main feature. That that is a good point. Yes, um, exactly. Like you're this not gonna like go like to the movie theater and say like I'm four. going to. See- okay, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's not going to be the late movie. one. It's not going to be the one where people are like passed out or leaving. Or it's going to yeah. be like you. You came for the main attraction, and then this is the next one. Yes, exactly. Hey, this would be the one I'd be eating the funnel cake at. Yes, exactly. This is the Fun- one. I mean, funnel mind. cake one of two. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of funnel cake. It's worth it, dude. That only comes around twice a year, spring and in the fall. Yeah, but you got to be cautious because uh, if you eat too much funnel cake and you have to go to the bathroom, the stalls there are, are like four foot too high. Yeah, and know? and also they've they've been there since the fifties and they haven't been cleaned since the fifties. Yes, they smell. That's like not fair. I'm sure they cleaned them, but like at a certain point, you just can't you can't clean them anymore. <laughs> Listen, if I was if I was the owner of that place, I'd just take a power washer and power wash that shit. Like, every weekend or every like monday after the week you know yeah but you gotta figure after that's 70 years ago after 70 years of just cleaning and usage it's like eventually like it's just not gonna get cleaned anymore yeah the asbestos spells pretty strong in there hey at least it's well insulated (laughs) (laughs) no it's not all right but uh yeah so that's so who would you recommend it to I mean, I recommended it I, to you, book. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I just kind of said like, yeah, I mean, movie yeah. marathons is a filler movie, something to get get you down the day, you know, get get. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, no, nah, I get, I get, you, I get what you're saying. Um, yeah. All right. Well, are you ready to wrap it up? Yeah, this is usually about the time there. I feel like I have a stroke, so. I'm going to start slurring some words here in a second. That'll get that'll get you. All right. Well, if you're listening to our podcast, um, awesome. Like, super happy for you. Equally as happy for us. Um, but if it's if you happen to find it on a service that you don't normally use, we are on most um, podcast platforms, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, 
um, the Amazon services. Uh, I know we've actually been gaining a lot of traction on iHeartRadio on their podcasts. Um, so if, if wherever you want to check us out, we're out there. Um, if you're trying to reach out to us, our email is huntershorevision at gmail.net. Um, send us a, a message if you have any comments, if there's any movies you want us to check out, anything of that nature, just shoot us a message there, uh, as well as we're on Twitter. That's just at HorrorVision. Uh, give us a follow on there, um, as well as if you can always DM, DM us on there. We're on there every day. Um, other than that, uh, we have a YouTube channel that someday I, I hope uh, to pr most likely when I'm down in Raleigh, we'll, we'll get that firing up again. Um, but uh, give us a follow on there, and uh, uh, that's yeah, that's about it. So that's pretty much all we got here, book. That's that's just like uh, that's just like the ending of all those all the three thousand movies you've seen. So, Wrapping it up. So we're uh, we're. Um, New Year, man, we did it. We we, we got through twenty twenty one. That was a, that was a that was a year for sure, book. Are you, are you proud of yourself that you made it through twenty twenty one, or are you kind of disappointed that you made it through twenty twenty one? I feel no pride in surviving another year. It's just like you know what it happened. You made it. Like it's good. It's it. tough. It's it's tough at times, but other times it's like it's a living thing. It's That's a, the it's, a, right now. it's a terrible thing to lose. <laughs> Uh, what do, do you have a New Year's resolution? I was like, I forgot resolution. to ask you that earlier. Yeah, New Year's resolution. Um, yeah, I've knock on wood here. So knock, 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 knocking on wood here. The past two resolutions I've had. So have, you said uh, knock, knock, like you're knocking on wood, but you're sitting at a wooden desk. Yeah, I did knock on it. I didn't want to actually knock on it and let the, the mic pick up the noises. Like, I don't Could. want people to. <laughs> You don't, don't want them to know about your wooden desk. <laughs> uh, all right, what's your resolution, bud? Um, this year, so resolution is to find a new job. Okay. You know, I've I've uh, the past two resolutions that I've made, I've actually kept to them and I've actually accomplished them. One, I got a new car in two, 2020. Quit eating, quit eating the um. The urinal pucks out of like the like restaurant bathrooms because you thought those were candy, but they weren't. Which is, I mean, I guess it kind of looks like it, but after like the third or fourth time, you had to have known, right? No. At that point, I you just no like taste. the taste. I have no taste buds. Oh. My palate is destroyed. Probably from eating all those urinal cakes. <laughs> so what's one more gonna hurt? You know, yeah. that's how I look at it. Now, but uh, yeah, so I was um. Two for two right now. I'm going to try to go three for three, but we'll see how that goes. Yeah, I think uh, my resolution for this year is just to, uh, to have us get more consistent with the podcast. Uh, I've been been crunching some numbers, looking at some analytics, um, and if we get more regimented and have our content release on certain days, I think it'll be more beneficial to, to grow the podcast. So I think that's the next step for us. That's the resolution is just to, um, I mean, we were, we were fairly consistent this year, uh, starting back up after the long break. And uh, obviously things are going to come up and there's going to be technical difficulties. Like shit happens. It's life. But uh, I think that this 2022 will be a good year. 
for the podcast and for you to stop eating uh, urinal pucks. Big year. We'll see how it turns out. I'll let you know in about 12 months here. <laughs> At some point, like, they have to start making you sick, right? No. Oh, not, not necessarily. <laughs> All right, well, that's it. Check you guys later. Later. Later.